guys, we are going to talk about the 2018 general election on November 6th and talk to you guys a little bit about the um, Arizona propositions that will be on your ballot, give you a better idea of what will be on there so you can study a little bit beforehand and not have to vote randomly, but know what you're voting about. Um, we are reading out of the general election publicity pamphlet, official document of the Secretary of State, State of Arizona, so all the facts are in here, and you can also request one to be mailed to you um, through the same website that you can um, become a registered voter on, which I will include um, in the link. And again, welcome to episode three, season two. So there are five propositions that you can expect to see on your ballot. Proposition 125, Proposition 126, Proposition 127, Proposition 305, and Proposition 306. And we're going to explain on each one the descriptive title and what yes or no means on each of them. You can get further information on your own, research the for or against um, standings, which we recommend. But we're also going to give you our um, summarized version to put it in layman's terms and make it a little less confusing. The first proposition you can expect to see on your ballot is going to be Proposition 125. And Proposition 125 states, the constitutional amendment and accompanying legislation would permit the state to adjust certain benefits in the correction officers and elected officials retirement system to alleviate pension underfunding. This is asking, essentially, once you have already retired from working for the state, can your pension be adjusted, is what it's asking. Now you can vote either yes or no. If you vote yes, this allows the, st the state to adjust certain benefits for correction officers, retirees, and elected official retirees. Um, it allows the state to adjust their benefits um, once they have already retired. Um, it allows them to adjust the benefits if there's a cost of living um, increase and things like that, in inflation and other things like that. If you vote yes, this says that we can adjust pensions. Um, well, the state can adjust pensions. If you vote no, this means that the effect of maintaining the current benefit and contribution rules in the correctional office personnel retirement system. So basically it's saying with voting no, the pensions will stay as is and there will not be any adjustments to it post-retirement. Now Proposition 126 will pass to Ciara. Okay, so the descriptive title for Proposition 126 is the constitutional amendment would prohibit the state and each county, city, town, district, or other political subdivision in Arizona from imposing a new or increased tax on services that was not already in effect on December 31st, 2017. So just pretty much they can't increase their taxes. Um, pretty plain and simple. So a yes vote will prohibit the state and local governments from enact enacting any new or increased tax on services that was already not in effect on December 31st, 2017. A no will preserve the state and local governments existing authority to impose a tax on services in the future. So pretty much voting no will say, okay, yeah, you can, you know, increase our taxes, change our taxes, if you feel the need to pretty much, or if you want to. Exactly. Now, our third proposition, we're right in the middle here, is going to be, uh, just a second. 
Proposition 127 is the third proposition you'll see on your, your ballot. The descriptive title is, the constitutional amendment would replace Arizona's current plan for increasing renewable energy use by imposing a new mandate requiring non-governmental electric utilities to increase the portion of their retail energy sales generated from certain types of renewable energy resources to 50% by 2030. Now, this is a really loaded proposition, but it is essentially saying, do these electric companies need to go 50% renewable energy by 2030? Um, or can they stay with whatever they're at? So if you vote yes, this is saying that 50% of retail energy sales of these utility companies have to come from renewable energy by 2030. Neither pre-1997 hydropower nor any nuclear generation counts towards this percentage. The current plan increases, uses the same types of renewable energy from 8% this year, needs to go to 50% by 2025, and ultimately 50% by 2030. A yes vote will mandate these utility companies have to incre increase their renewable energy. And this is kind of tied into a lot of the stuff that we're projected to see as far as climate change, how things are supposed to go up again by seven degrees. This is more of that environmental approach to politics and just wanting to essentially try to create more renewable forms. Um, the argument against is kind of saying that this is funded by, you know, this billionaire person in San Francisco and it's going to make all these money for these renewable companies and blah, blah, blah. But ultimately, it is supposed to bring renewable energy. So if you are for that, you would vote yes. A vote no would preserve the existing rule that governs the required annual percentage of retail sales of renewable energy, which is only 8%. So they're trying to just hype it all the way up for renewable energy. And the fourth proposition you'll see on your ballot, second to last, is Proposition 305. Alright, so Proposition 305 says the law would expand eligibility for education empowerment scholarship accounts to increase the number of eligible students enrolled in kindergarten through 12th grade with greater funding provided for low-income students. So, you know, just pretty much saying more scholarships sounds like, you know, mm -hmm. pretty sensible. Really wordy, but yeah. A yes vote would allow Senate Bill 1431, 2017, to go into effect, which gradually would increase for four years the percentage of students in kindergarten through 12th grade eligible to receive an empowerment scholarship account to spend on tuition, textbooks, educational therapies, tutoring, or other qualified forms of instructional assistance at a private or home-based school in an amount equal to 90% of the allotted funding that otherwise would have been allocated to the student's public school district or charter school. This is a really long sentence. Um, for low-income students and the amount will be equal to 100% of the allotted funding, all of that. Um, a no vote would preserve the existing law regarding empowerment scholarship accounts. Oh. <laughs> and the last proposition that you'll see on your balance ballots is Proposition 306. The descriptive title is, the law would prohibit candidates who finance their political campaigns with political funding from the Citizens Clean Elections Commission from transferring any campaign funds to a political party or private tax-exempt organization that attempts to influence elections and subjects the commission's rulemaking procedures to regulatory oversight. Basically, this is saying 
can political parties transfer money that they're getting from the state for their campaign into other affiliations and other organizations? A yes vote prohibits statewide and legislative candidates who receive public funding to finance their political campaigns. Campaigns It prohibits them from transferring their campaign funds to other political parties or organizations that can influence elections. A vote no will allow Citizens Clean Elections Commission to determine whether publicly funded candidates are or are not permitted to transfer campaign funds. Now that you've heard all five propositions, we're going to give you a little bit of our insight of what we would choose. Again, we are not um, any type of lawmakers or political figures, so... It's just completely just what we would say would work out best, and we have no influence on what you choose. We just want everyone to vote. But just to give you an idea of what we think in our age bracket and demographic of what we think would work best, um, starting with Proposition 125 that was saying, can you or can you not just adjust pensions um, afterwards? What would you say? Um, I think, um, I don't know, I kind of iffy about it because I feel like it could kind of get fishy like you know I feel like they could really twist it so some could get like a higher pension mm -hmm. than others even though they're like in the same state um but it sounds like a good idea just as long as it's not too high like as long as it's kind of like yeah the same rate they would get like you know because yeah. I know inflation and stuff is happening yeah so I just hope that I would I would the same rate yeah I would vote vote yes to the pension adjustments post-retirement just because the economy changes so much and living on a fixed income once you're retired is tough. So imagine, you know, you retired 20 years ago. Imagine how expensive things are now. But I do agree that I'm hoping that there's not any underlying thing that's going to rip people off. But other than that, I think I would vote yes on Proposition 125. Now on Proposition 126, um, this is asking, um, do we want to prohibit... Um, states, counties, cities, towns, districts, and etc. from increasing taxes. Um, yes prohibits the state from giving new taxes and no says they can add taxes if they want. Um, I would say yes on this. Yeah, I think, yeah. I would say yes on Proposition 126 and let's not increase any more taxes right now. Yeah, just leave it alone for right now. If it's broken, don't fix it. Or don't fix it. And yeah. it's already gone up quite a bit. Yeah, exactly. I think like don't fix it. And okay. Yeah. So on Proposition 127, um, saying do these energy and utility companies need to go to 50% by 2030 for renewable energy? What do you think? I think it's a good idea because like I mean it does have like. It's coming from a good place because, you know, with, because climate change is a real thing. Yeah. And, like, a lot of... going through stuff right now. Yeah, a lot of, like... Losing resources. Yeah, and a lot of, like, um, things are dying off, like the, you know, the, um, coral reef is dying off, um, a lot of stuff is just dying off that shouldn't be dying. Yeah. And a lot of, like, I just feel like it would be good to have it. We would say yes on Proposition 127, just based off of the fact that we do need to find other renewable sources of energy based on the um, climate that we're in right now and um, the lack of resources. Um, for Proposition 305, 
For Proposition 305, that's saying, do we want to expand eligibility of educational empowerment scholarships? What would you say? I think it's a good idea. Yeah. Um, because I mean, like, a lot of students are struggling with scholarships and stuff, so I feel like it could be a good idea. I think I would just have to read more into it, though. Yeah. This is an interesting one just because it is so wordy and it talks yeah. about, like, scholarships and later on and... Personally, the thing that I didn't like about this is when I was going to school K through 12, I've never even heard of scholarships. So now I'm like, yeah. is this actually going to go to students or is this actually going to go to educators or what is this? Or is this only for private schools? So I would say yes for Proposition 305. But again, this is something that maybe needs to be better vetted out to see because I've never heard of a scholarship for K through 12 students I'm, unless it's entirely private school. See, I think they said it would benefit like everyone. Um, but at the same time, it's like, I don't think like... I didn't really start worrying about scholarships until I was, like, actually a senior. Until I don't you're think... in college. this I Personally, yeah, until too. you're in college, I've never heard of, like, a high school, middle school scholarship. So I've heard of high school ones, but they go towards college. It's not, like... Yeah. So I feel... And plus, like, kindergarten. But this is K through 12 are... only. Oh, it's only K through... Yeah. I don't know. Um, I don't... Because the only time I've heard about, like, having I've never to... heard of an empowerment scholarship. We're not going to say yes or no, actually. <laughs> we, we don't want to misinform you, but I, I'm i all for money for education, so that's why I want to say yes, but I've just never heard of an empowerment scholarship K-12, nor would I know what it would even be used for other than just tuition for a private school. Exactly. But I don't know what expenses a K-12 student would have, so I'm just like... See, the educational therapies one is like... That's the one that interested me because a lot of students do need, like, educational therapy, especially, like, you know, if you are in the special needs program, yeah. which is that's what interested me. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. But this is saying that this would also work for private or homeschooled people. So it's just like... But what, what about homeschool, though? How would that be regulated? What expenses do you have in homeschool? Yeah, how can they prove that that's what they were... Oh, this one's too iffy. The educational therapy I... one sounds good, though. Especially because, you know... I don't trust it. I don't know. But it's I don't want to say yes or no yet, but I don't fully trust it because it sounds like it's just a way for the Department of Ed to get money for themselves. It doesn't really sound like it's student-interested. It sounds really weird, especially for the homeschool part. Hella. Last proposition, 306. For me, this is a no-brainer. This proposition is saying that they want to prohibit candidates from transferring political campaign funding that's funded by the pub public to, um, to private campaigns. I would say yes, because you don't need to be, public funding is already coming from taxpayers, so you don't need to be using that for other, like, interests that you have and for other things. You need to be using that just for your, your campaign, and you don't need to be transferring that money into tax-exempt organizations, because that's not fair, and to me, that's just um, a white-collar version of money laundering, so yeah. Yeah, very much, exactly. That just seems sketchy, too, so yeah, vote yes. Yeah, so that was a well vote for who you want. Yeah, that was that was yes. that was a yes for us on three hundred six. But again, we want you guys to vote for whatever you want. We just wanted to give you our opinions for our age group, and we wanted to let you know what the propositions were, and we wanted to break it down for you in layman's terms because this book is pretty confusing. But I do encourage you to get it. It's called What's on My Ballot. Um, so check it out and read about it. And there's a lot of good explanations for both sides, for and against. So I encourage you to look at that.